to all the issues Lord keep me from going with mental Help me show sure love bed ain't simple And stay woke on Instagram Hello everyone and welcome back to CHH Hysteria Podcast for CHH about everything CHH I'm your host Cole And I'm your co-host Cooper And today we have a very special guest with us We have an up-and-coming Christian hip-hop artist Travis August Thank you so much for coming on the show We really appreciate you being here Yo Yeah, be before we go, it's good to be here. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, before we go too deep um, into asking you questions, we just want to give you like a minute or two just to go ahead and introduce yourself for the fans of our show that might not know who you are. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hello. Uh, it's Travis August. Uh, my government name is Travis Jordan Hyder. My social security. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like uh, long walk. <laughs> I like long walks on the beach. Uh, Lucky Charms, I'm addicted to them. I'm in rehab for them as we speak. Um, I love the kids, man. I'm a I'm a kid advocate. Uh, love the youth. I am not a pastor by any means. I'm just passionate, and I love Yahweh. And I'm real and raw, and I'm I'm real hippie-ish. I'm about 20% hippie, 10% gypsy, and 70% uh, brown guy. So it's good to be... <laughs> here and uh just being an interview <laughs> and uh i just love music man music is me i'm music and, and god is great so uh do, do you like music or lucky charms better because I, I got a feeling you like lucky charms better just just oh <laughs> don't do that to me don't do that to me you uh, have to choose yeah i i, I yeah I'll, 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 i'm a halfway lie and say i like music better i'm a halfway lie <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> Oh, man, that's good. That's good. Definitely fair. But, yeah, I mean, we've been talking about this interview since, I think, like, sometime early December. Um, and since then, a little before, I've been going through all your music. And what I was going through, I found out I really, really, really like your track, Birdie. Um, I think it puts a lot of things that I really like about you on that track. And it's super, it's just like a happy song, you know, and you have a great voice uh, singing and rapping. Yeah. But um, I just... Curious, you know, could you tell us a little bit more about the song, like what it means and like the story behind the track, how it came together and stuff? Yeah, for sure, my dude. Uh, Birdie was just, I already had, I'm, I always want something new and funky and weird. So a lot of people mess up and think that I'm a trap artist. <laughs> Fooled you. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm literally a creator. I'm like, if Pharrell had a spirit animal, that had a baby who was Timbaland, um, that would be me. Uh, so Birdie was kind of different in itself. I took it, I was like, oh, that instrument's too normal. Everybody's using it. So I would trash things. So it all started with production, really. And I was like, oh, that's too, that's too boring to me. All my friends, I would show my friends and they'd be like, yo, this is nuts. And I'm like, uh, that means it's boring. Let me take it up higher and get more weird. So it all came down to this real funky production out of the normal heavy ratchet baseline, just something that you can go to, you know, New Orleans and just stand on the corner and just get everybody dancing. Uh, and then on top of that, it's just, I was like, what can we put to this? And at the time I was talking to a few uh, of my homies and I was like, yo, it's crazy how God never let us go. This, this drink is crazy. Um, so it hit me, I was like, man, holy, that was some Holy Spirit stuff right there. So I, uh, I was driving home and I stopped at a stoplight and I'm real weird. I told you I'm a hippie. So like if, I, if there's a few birds on a stoplight, I'm gonna look at them 
and just stare at them like, I wonder if they're having a conversation about something. Like, stuff like that. So I, I literally saw some birds, and I was like, whoa. Yo, that birdie is crazy. And I was like, yo, birdie. Holy Spirit. He'll never let us go. And that literally, that, that was it. I was like, I got a song. I got a record. I didn't even <laughs> write anything yet. I, I just knew I had a record. So I got back to the crib, and I wrote it in like 15 minutes and uh, laid it down and sent it off. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. So I, I think it just went, it went, cra- it went stupid from there. Uh, and, and, and majority uh, kids took a hold of it. It was cool to see the kids take a hold of it. And it, and it stuck in the head. I had everybody calling me and sending me messages. Yo, you got my kids. You got my four-year-old saying, little Bernie, I'll let you go in the backseat of the car. So, yeah, it's cool. It's a vibe, man. No, that's, it is. It's super catchy. I'm with the kids on this. It, it's stuck in my head all the time, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I just love how you just looked at birds. And you're like, I wonder if they're having a conversation. Because I would think the same thing. So I feel you on that. Yeah. And I'm so glad yeah. that's how you came up with the song. Because that's like, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's, no, it's, no, it's no crazy scientific math to how I get the records that I get. I'm like, so people are always expecting like, tell us the deep, deep inner workings of, oh, I was watching cartoons and I was like, oh, Jesus love me. And I started writing a song. That's literally my answers half of the time. <laughs> oh man, watching cartoons. works. <laughs> What's your favorite cartoon though? Dog, don't let me come through with that, ad- that adventure time or that amazing world of gumball. Don't let me throw that at you though. All right, I see you, I see you. I- I've, seen, I've seen a little bit more amazing world of gumball than adventure time. But I haven't seen too much of either. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out. <laughs> <laughs> I see. We grew up without. We didn't have cable, so we. When I was like 13, I was still watching yeah. PBS Kids because it was the Let's only cartoon. Go. It was either PBS Let's Kids go. or like Criminal Minds. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, buddy. But like you said, like you know, you yeah. your sound is a lot different. I feel like um, kind of like what you're saying. Do you think you have a like mm-hmm. in your opinion a best song or a favorite song of yours? Mm, I don't think I do. I don't think I'll ever have a best song of mine because it's like all jumbled in the one. I'm so versatile. I don't even, I did, I did a, I did a kid's country song out of nowhere, um, just randomly. And so like, I love that I can tailor to anything. I literally can tell, I can do a polka song and put an 808 in it and it's like a field day for me. So it's hard for me to have a favorite one anymore it's it's real it's real weird it's cool it's cool at the same time but yeah i don't yeah. i don't think i'll ever have a favorite song of mine yeah i think that's a good place to be you know um, um yeah what Cooper, were you saying something Sorry. <laughs> um so you mentioned like with, um with how you came with birdie you kind of you're really you're kind of you know a little bit sporadic with how you come up with your songs so what does your creative process look like like do you have like a set way that you go about things like when you write or yeah in a sense it's like complicatedly simple (laughs) the way that the reason i say that is that um when people hear my finished product they just go crazy and like their their brains melt as to like the same the exact question you asked their brains already started melting before they asked the question and then when they hear it they're like oh well dang um so i i go to sleep and I'm writing songs in my sleep, bro. Like I will wake up and remember literal verses that I rapped in a in a 
animated cafeteria in my dreams and I'll be like, yo, write it down, write it down. So <laughs> I'm always writing songs in my head. It's never ending. It never cuts off. Like I'll be, my ADD is, is making songs in my head. That's my, that's my ADD. Uh, so I usually will just pull from stuff I already have, but at the same time, if it's something in the moment, I'll snatch it, put it in my phone. I'll do a little something and, and just be, you know, stupid on purpose so that I can pull it apart when I, you know, take it to my little lab section. Um, that's literally every time I, I'll just have stuff. I'll be in at a stoplight just being stupid, like real stupid, like dumb. Yeah. I'm like, yo, it's a good day. Everything's great. And I'll get like a melody from that. And I'm like, yo, put it on the keyboard. I turn it into like a synth or whatever or sample myself. So like, it's real basic. I'll, I'll get it off of something. I always get it off of something stupid, like me just being dumb. <laughs> then I'll just turn it into a song. <laughs> Worked out pretty well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Least, so. that's awesome. <laughs> I feel. I feel like you can see that in your music too, right? Like that's just like, it's like a lot of like your music has. It's really fun music, you know. It's. I mean, um, yeah. It's just, it's just yeah, exactly. fun. Like your music's fun to listen to. It makes you happy to listen to, um, and like I feel like. What you kind of said kind of bleeds into your music. I mean, what you would expect. And, and I was curious right. if, like, when you started saying about your phone, because you're like, you know, you have random bars here and there. Like, do you have like a, like, your, do you, your phone files, is it just a bunch of audio files of like you rapping at different parts? And then you just go through and look for bars there? <laughs> yeah, I actually, you hit it on the head. I actually had to, I had to, empty my phone because of my audio messages not my movies or my photos or anything like i literally had to dump it onto my computer um but when i when i put stuff in i'll start to label it so it's my audio notes that give the most of the time give the titles to my song so i don't want to lose if my stuff is spread out i'll do something like like birdie i was like birdie uh part of a verse and then i'll say something and then i'm doing like millions of other song concepts and I'll come back and like, oh, oh, Birdie, uh, entrance two <laughs> on this February 5th. Yeah. No, it's not, you know what I'm saying? But uh, that's literally, my phone is literally just there to send a text or just get all my song ideas. <laughs> that's it. Right. People right. call me, I'm like, yeah, send me a, me send me a message on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, that's funny. Um, so yeah, yep. Right, and you said like you're talking about different concepts of songs. Is there a specific concept or like a topic you want to make into a song or a project someday that you hope to work on? Yeah, two things, two things, my guy. One of them is why Walmart has a million registers and only two people working. What in the world? Okay, right. so Facts. to a more serious one, uh, <laughs> I think. I think I think uh, I, I just like my concepts. I want them to be more and more bubbly just to get away from. I want people to look at me as the doggone new generation uh, Brown Steve host the Blues Clues. That's how I want my vibes to come off. And like my <laughs> my uh, actually my album coming up in the summer, it will be just that. It'll be like real real different and fun and that's what um that's literally my persona that's what i want my vibes to come off of so if ever i do have a concept for a song um no matter what the topic is like like 
I don't really aim for stuff. Like if there's social injustice happening, I don't just aim to do a social injustice song. You know, everybody's doing it. And I'm not trying to be that guy. I just like, I'm on more of the, okay, I know that's happening. Now let's bring some light into the world. Let's bring something that'll get kids holding hands again. Um, stuff that grownups can listen to with the kids in the car. Like that's what I always want to be. And I always want to be bubbly. So you hit it, you hit it exactly on the head. I'm going to, I don't want to be come off as, oh yeah, he goes hard. I want to be like, oh, he different. Oh, he don't, he don't care about like when the camera's in front of him or whatever it is. He's the same everywhere, which leads to my song, same stage right, on and off right. the, on and off the platform, same stage. So. Right. For sure. And I mean, you keep, you keep saying um, things about like reaching the kids almost, right? Like, is that, would you say that one of your main focuses of music is trying to reach the next generation, reach the kids or. I just want to be the, that one artist that just shows everyone Mm -hmm. that you don't have to compromise yourself at the same time. You can be a glass house. So there's artists that aren't bubbly and they're in CHH, I think that's fire. But if you are who you are, be who you are. Um, so in that, I don't necessarily aim to just go for kids or aim to just go for you know teenagers or even uh, old heads. I just wanna be, I know that I'm versatile, so I'm gonna always hit all areas. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have right. a song that you know the old heads can be like, oh, this is when I was growing up. How does he know about this? Like type of stuff and then have right. kids that can do ring around the rosy to my stuff. So yeah, I just want to be that guy that they're like, they're like, he's the, this joke is the same, but he's just good in all areas. He can do it all. Right. Right. And no, and I, I think that's great. You know, like, I feel like you can do a lot of things cause like it helps cause your singing voice is fantastic. And when you sing on songs, I think it like, like your Holy remix, I'm a huge fan of, um, on your Instagram. And like, I think you just bring hey. something to the like something to the table that we don't see a lot, right? In CHH, um, and then yeah, yes, sir. Yep. Like you're just like you're pretty unique. And on your Spotify bio, you have that people are like Andre three thousand, Lupe Fiasco, John Legend, and Chance will like your music. Do you think you would be able to describe your music as a mix between these guys, or like, or what do you describe? Like you've been saying like bubbly and stuff, or do you, whether you mean lean more mm-hmm. to being Bubbly, like if someone like would ask you to describe your music with like artists of mix up, what would you say? Mm. If that made sense, I'd say, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, beautiful question. Uh, I I would say actually my my manager, I had a <laughs> I had an original bio, and uh, was sitting with my manager, and we were like revamping my whole brand. This is before I changed my name. Um, but we were revamping my whole brand and she went into my bio and she was like, oh, this is good. Do you know you remind me of and this and that? And I was like, let me finish. John Legend, because that's what people keep saying. I don't hear it, but I know it's true if it's more than 100 people keep saying. She was (laughs) like, yeah, that and -and so-and-so-and-so-and-so. So So my manager kind of pulled those different artists in. I went and I remember OutKast. They were just different. It's crazy with it. And then uh, I went and looked up Lu- uh, Lupe because I had never listened to his stuff. And I was like, well, I'll be doggone. I sound kind of sort of like him in the vibe wise. <laughs> uh, and as well as like uh, all the other ones she named, I say that she was spot on, especially with Chance the Rapper because he's, he's just a genius. I don't even listen to his music. Like I, people are like, whoa, he's like Chance. 
I was like, yeah, and I don't even listen to his music. I just know his vibe. I'll come across his stuff every now and then just to see what he's up to. And I'm like, he's just a genius because he's he's not scared to be his bubbly self. Like he's he's just a goofball in his stuff. And I and that's exactly who I am. That's why uh, I think that that if you were to ask me, I'd be like, yeah, that's a blend. But it's not even the music. It's more the vibe. Right. So like all of their persona mushed together like mashed potatoes and baby food and fed to the people. That's <laughs> That's literally me. So like, I'm just like, straight up like it, like it, you know what I'm saying? You're talking about the guy that can still be himself and be fun and have like Muslim friends and gay friends and and be and be relevant and just love people and have fun, but not compromise the truth that I stand on. Like that's just, I'm an anomaly. So yeah, I would say in a nutshell, I all that blended together and then just some weird stuff outside of that. Like it's just different. Like I'm. <laughs> I'll give you a real quick example. Um, I'm at like some uh, gospel hip hop awards. We're in New York <laughs> and we're at, a, I got my manager, I got my drummer, like the squad. We hit the awards and then we go to this, it was in the, some weird part of town. Like you can get your keys stolen out of your pocket by with nobody even being in your presence. Like that, <laughs> that's how. <laughs> so we went to this little, uh, this little low key, just indie, like local artists can come here. I'm talking about this dude sitting in the corner, like blazing, like stuff going on. It's like alcohol stuff. Like and here we are, like hey guys, <laughs> I got my, I got my manager, manager and stuff. But we never, like we were just us, just the same old us. Just me, some a fellow artist, uh, drummer, just being ourselves, just bubbly, just weird. Uh, we go up and perform and stuff. Everybody else is just doing it, you know, it's ratchet music. But we just go up and we're like, ah, yeah, groovy. And the whole place rocked with us. I'm talking about like just surrounded us. Like, oh, uh, we need to collab. Like, what's, where y'all from? Why y'all so different? It was that, the atmosphere, the vibes. That's why I say like, I don't even when I say I sound like something or my, I'm reminded of something. It's, it's usually the vibe more than the music because I'm on my some whole different stuff. But that's just to give you an idea. Um, just what I'm like. Right. Good good vibes bring good vibes, right? Is what you're trying to say, pretty much. Good, <laughs> hey. Like, you yes, know, sir. Hallelujah. Yeah, the vibes are um, are contagious. <laughs> um, for sure, for sure. Hey. Um, so you, you mentioned that you hadn't heard of Lupe and then that uh, you don't even listen to Chance. So who would you say that your, like, biggest musical influences are then? Um... Let's see. I would say I like a lot of. Um, I don't know if you guys know or remember the band Stellar Cart. Oh, hey, I we had their. Um, could we might have been too young for this, but we used to listen to that all the time. Yeah, we had one of their albums. Dude, <laughs> it was like uh, the one with like the legs yeah, and like, like the top or whatever. Got- Oh yeah. 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 You got me in Jesus. They were like the they were like the uh the holy blink one eighty two. So <laughs> like I rock with stuff like that. I don't even really I'm a mess I'm gonna really mess y'all up right now. Um I told you I'm a glass house. I don't even really listen to CHH like crazily like people think a CHH artist would be wrapped in engulfed all in that. Um I'm mostly like I said, uh Stella Cart. Uh, I would say I love like I just like I like stuff like a little elevation worship. I, I if it were to be in a CHH like area, 
I would say Gavi, um, no big deal, because they're di- like they're just the sounds different. And then like it's stuff that's not it has nothing to do with CHH. I'll be in the car when I'm in my car. The only thing I listen to is classical music. The only thing I listen to, literally. Okay. I'm talking about like Wait, Mozart. Movies, yeah, yeah, movie soundtracks, Mozart, uh, Bach. Um, I just listen to it, and it just unlocks my mind. And then, and when I'm at home or when I'm producing or whatever, I'll pull up some stuff and get like, you know, get a little bit, catch a little bit of vibes. But I don't even really be on that stuff like all the time like that. It be messing people up when I tell them that. So like, <laughs> so I would say like artist wise, my stuff's way off the handle. Like I say, like Stella Cart and then uh, Hawk Nelson. Uh, man, I'm I'm like the whitest black dude on the planet. Um, so it's like. Um, yeah, like no big deal, Gavi. Like the stuff that's n- not the norm. You know right. what I'm saying? Like yeah. people will be like, you, 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 you hang on to Lecrae's leg while he's walking, don't you? I'm like, yo, to be honest, I ain't really listen, listen to Lecrae's stuff in like a, maybe like three years. I'll hear a couple of his tracks or whatever. Like I'm turned, yeah, yeah, I'm turned. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just, yeah. I've, I've been there. Like I'm, I, I'm so outside. I'm so unlocked and outside of the fishbowl that uh. I just got to be everywhere. <laughs> I right, literally so got to be everywhere. Right. So you get a lot of influences from a lot of different genres, which is, I think, a really good place like a good yeah. thing to do as well. Because then, you know, like if there's no other CHH artists out there listening to Mozart, they're not going to be able to get that influence from Mozart like you are. Which I think I'll get that influence, <laughs> my guy. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, like but, uh like many of said in one of his bars, he was like, say I, say I won't rap over bagpipes. Oh, yeah, you already know. That's a uh, say I won't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting yeah. for that, though. Uh. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think he has yeah, done I, it yet. Yeah, thank you. Like, he's, nope. he said he's gonna, but he really. has it. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go so, crazy over there. <laughs> I, I think you should rap over the bagpipes. You, you know, you gotta do it now, right? <laughs> oh, there we go. Bro, that rec- that record will be out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Fair enough. All right, all right. Um oh, shit. So when did you realize that you wanted to make music as like a profession rather than just as a hobby? Has it like been a dream always or was there like a point where you just like I'm going to do this? There yeah, it was a dream and a point. Um the dream was when I was ever since I was like 5. I would, I think I started producing at like five years old, literally. Uh, my mom had an old stereo. My mom, yeah, my mom had an old stereo. I grabbed, I literally, um, when I from, at five, I, I had like this Fisher Price piano. You couldn't plug it up to anything, but I just started bang, 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 <laughs> um, and trying to make like just grooves. I got to like eight years old um, and found out how to put a microphone, plug it from a stereo, and put it, lay the microphone over the speaker of the like little Fisher Price piano. And I started using two tapes to overdub and just was making stuff and, and putting stuff together. So that dream was already there and I just cultivated that. But the point, like you said, which was great how you worded that, the point was uh, probably around like 14 where I started getting like serious about like trying to find avenues to really lock in. And then I got into my like 16, 17, 16, 17-ish I started really started doing music recording and learning, you know, dolls and stuff like that. And then after that, when I get in, got into my twenties, bro, that was, it was a wrap. 
I was like, a manager will find me when they find me, but that's not going to stop me. I'm not going to wait for a manager to be good. I'm going to like start going stupid now and I, and they'll find me when they find me. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so the dream's always been there since childhood. And then I think the point came at, at like late teenage years where I started getting like stupid serious. Right. It was, so was your first actual like official release? Was that, was it summer 19, which I think came out 2019 I, I think w- or is it I did wish. you release stuff before then <laughs> <laughs> I, we, I wish I released uh, some stuff before that uh, we all have our place where we start except for me I'm not embarrassed by it I think it's hilarious and, and dope at the same time I like yo I was going in I was going in on them little Fisher Price beats I mean, <laughs> um, but yeah I, I, my first one my first album was in 2011 like my first official uh, I had started with a music group called KG1, Keeping God First. Um, and I did my first album in 2011, which was, I still rock with it. Like that joke go hard to me because um, it was so basic. I love it. Uh, and then I think after that, that's when I started doing like little EPs and little singles and stuff like that, trying to find my way, just, you know, promote and putting out garbage and whatnot. Thank goodness I didn't find digital distribution by then. Um, <laughs> So, so, so yeah, that's okay. that's pretty much how that went. Right. I, I, I like. I really like what you said about like how you're not embarrassed by it. like you know we all start somewhere. You know, like it's not like you're gonna hop yeah. on a beat and all of a sudden you're making millions of streams because it goes hard. You know, so like right. <laughs> you know, rocking over those Fisher Price beats. Everyone's got to do it for a bit, right? <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> so stupid. You know what I'm saying? For real. For real. <laughs> Um, but so you, so from, it sounds like you've been doing music, like just as like a hobby for as long, pretty much your whole childhood. And then you really started doing music, mm-hmm. um, seriously, like as a teenager. So when you retire at the mm-hmm. end of the day, like whatever, however long you rap for and you look back, like what will gauge mm-hmm. whether you are successful, like in your mind to you? Um, <clears throat> This is going to be a half uncommon answer and then a half common answer. Uh, my income, because I told myself I'm going to end up paying myself fully, uh, which is coming to pass like faster than I thought. Um, my income, my stamp, uh, the influence, not just for the sake of showboating, because um, I don't, I don't want to be the person that always has a camera on when I'm buying a single mom a vehicle type stuff. That's just stupid to me uh <laughs> people find out on about it on somebody's facebook post that's how they'll find out uh but like uh my income the my mark the mark that i leave for my in my own eyes not in anyone else's um and just seeing stuff replicate itself so my income making income mm. um but it's through also through other people other people not being afraid to be themselves and they can explode past the peer pressure or the status quo of let's stay trapped because everybody else is being SoundCloud rappers. So let's do this and that, which I'm not knocking that, but uh, the ones that are the unicorns in the game, not suppressing their unicornism and saying, well, Travis August, like he literally came into the concert floating on a cloud. I don't know how it was floating, but he did it. Uh, and I, I wanted to do that in my spirit, but I was scared. Like that gets just put the rest so like i think that's one of my biggest things and then the people that are if you're a kid person 
be it, let that bleed into your artistry. You know what I'm saying? If you like waking up in the morning, putting on a, a Crayola robe and doing finger painting before you before you get up and do your mixtape, then do your thing, man. Let it come into your artistry. Like have fun. That's like my thing. So that in that sense of leaving a mark. And then I, I just gotta, I gotta, I, I told myself I gotta look out for my mama um, through from this music stuff. And that's one of my goals that will get done. It's like, everyone has their why, like, why are you doing this? Um, that's just one of my things. Like every, every time I pick up uh, my iPhone to put something in or I get a concept or whatever, that my mom is part of it. And it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take care of my mom. So yeah, those, it, it would be those three things. And, and it's literally has made me in the 2020, I literally don't really have any complaints because that 2020 made me an official monster. Like I can say now, I would never walking into this. I'm scared of myself. Um, so like it, it literally made me an, a monster in my album. I believe my album in the summer is going to reflect that as well as a, a mixtape I got coming out with, with the homie. Oh my, oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it'll, it'll reflect that. I'm, I'm, I mean, uh, even on my album, just to, I'm not gonna prolong this, but even on my album, I'm teaming up with a, a EDM pop producer for one of my records, and it's absolutely, it'll give you a nosebleed. <laughs> hey. So like that, yeah, all all of that, all of that. Um, I'm fine that's that. part of leaving my mark, obviously, being different. So, right, I'm I'm really excited for this album that you're talking about. Um, and I I, I thought your answer Ooh. for <laughs> no, I, I thought your. I like how you said you're going to give a half common answer and half un uncommon, uncommon answer because, you know, like, everyone has yeah. that common answer, right? But then, like, what really separates why you do it yeah. versus why someone like Lecrae does it is because, like, Lecrae got his reason, his uncommon reason and you got your uncommon reason. So, like, a I appreciate exactly. you being, like, honest about, like, your uncommon reason and not just being, like, you know, God told me to do this. You know what I mean? Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, because that's but, it. That's what it is. Here's my moment. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you good? You good? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let's uh let's talk a little bit about your album um real quick. Is so this album you're coming out with in 20 2021 summer. Yeah. Um is there what what can you say about it without, you know, pushing too far? I don't want to push you. <laughs> Woo, Nelly. Um if let me see if a if a if a troll landed a record deal while standing on Mount Olympus providing to the children of the world if that was a a, a nutshell of a description that I could use that'd probably be part of it um other than that oh my gosh like dude and I never they say you're your own worst critic, and that's the most beautiful thing that you could get, that you could say, uh, provide for yourself is being like a good in a good way. But I, when I said I'm afraid of myself, like I'm not lying. Like stuff that's coming, I'm like, me and Jesus and the angels, like we go to the like to our VIP room and we're like, yo, this is about to be stupid. Like that <laughs> kind of stuff, man. It's just, it's so different. Like the elements that are in it, I got a pop track that's real, like Justin Bieberish. And then I got an EDM track that's real David Guetta type, get the room going crazy. Um, bro, I'm telling you, I got a, um, it's just all over the place. And then like, there's a few trap, 
uh, bops in there. But even those are real, like, oh my gosh. And everything's, I'm, I made everything catchy. Like, I'm like the king of just making stuff catchy that you can just sing over and over because it's just fun. Because when I, when I, you know, when I do records, the records on this album coming up will be record set. You can play around friends, and this was like, oh, we're vibing. Oh, this is a great moment. And you just like enhance friendships. It's just like a group, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just group therapy in the most positive way, uh, sonically. So uh, it's going to be real different, real exciting. It's all made to for live shows because that's a whole nother ball game. Like I'm, me and Chance are identical with live shows. It's just like a whole storybook. It's not. A, it's not a play my track. No, I'm on like a whole. I'm. Oh my gosh. Anyways, uh, but yeah, it's it's gonna be that. It's gonna be that. And I'm excited because like kids will be able to listen to it and all that. Like just like the usual anything that I make. Um, kids will be able to do that. A lot of my videos are going to be like my same stage video concept. Everybody's like friggin' paper bag puppets and they like turn into real life people. Like it's, it's lit. I'm telling you, man, it's, everything's a vibe. So you take that, what you just heard, that, that little giggle you did. That's all. That's my whole album. It's a big, it's just like a big giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm super hyped. I'm super hyped. I'm excited for when concerts come back. If, if you ever come to Omaha, Des Moines, or Kansas City, you, oh you best believe I'll gosh. be catching you there. I'll be coming bro. for sure. Oh yeah, dude, you'll get you, bro. You'll come backstage. You just shoot me. You just shoot hey. me all the info, and I'll be like, bring my, bring my guy. I almost you, uh, Corona, uh, canceled my. I don't know if you saw like our promo that was building up for it, but our Summerfest 2020 in LA was supposed to happen last summer. Right, uh, that was like 25,000 people at. Yeah, at Ram Stadium, dude, that was going to be insane. And then uh, I was going to fly out of that and go to a, a youth event, a youth camp to perform there at a church in Florida. And that was just going to start up my whole thing. Um, but that's my that's my thing uh, with same stage. I, I ain't mean to cut you off, but you get you got me excited. That's your fault. Um, <laughs> you didn't cut me same off, stage, literally, <laughs> literally, same stage is just that. It's just that you you nailed it. Um, you p literally pulled my song apart without even trying. <laughs> I'm the same. Like I'm not. There's no half of the time people are like, give him a green uh, a green room or whatever, and I'm like, no. What are you talking about? I'm going out there hanging out with everybody. Like that's literally me. Um, so like this is exciting when live shows come back because that's me. Get I get to see people's faces like. The thing that's driving me crazy is not in being in quarantine because I just make out like a hundred albums. It's fun for me, but <laughs> seeing people like being there, coming down off the stage, they're like, "Oh, I didn't know he left the stage." Uh, yeah, here's some cereal. You know what I'm here's saying? Like, I, I, I like being in, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then the artist meet and greets. Like, the meet and greets are ah, like just being able to see people and just like hand on shoulder, "Hey, your face looks great," type stuff, man. It's, it's a vibe. So. Yeah, man. Keep in touch with your boy. You already know. You get that, you get that access, man. Hey. We'll throw a pass on you and be like, hey, he's with the he's with the crew. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but real quick, two questions about what you just said. Um, first of all, I got to ask all you, right. since you, you, be, you be, keep talking about Serial. Have you heard Serial by Stephen Malcolm before? Yes. All right. I was just making sure. I feel like yes. that would be your song, you know? Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I just had to check. That, you know? I got that in the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I knew. Um, yeah. But no, I feel like, um, you know, like, I know you don't mean this as like a marketing thing, but like, like with you coming down out of stage and like connecting with fans, that makes like 
your fans like mm-hmm. your music so much more just because like they get connected with you like they feel not only like are you an artist but like to them but like you're connected with them so then like that makes the music so much mm-hmm. more to them and like, i i know that's not like a marketing thing and it's like yeah so like but like it helps you as well and i yeah. i really appreciate when artists are like you know i don't know if humble is the right word but like you know humble enough to yeah you know, connect with the fans and not be like above them. You know what I mean? I think, I think that helps them in the long run, but exactly. Um, I only got two more questions mm-hmm. for you. Uh, one of them, I did not send you for a reason, cool. but the, um, I like to ask this one is if you were in my shoes and Cooper's shoes and you were the one interviewing, what would you have asked that you, I did not ask you? If anything, uh, <laughs> what, what flavor of milk you eat with your cereal? Nah, uh, I'll well, probably ask. You got to answer, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What flavor of uh, milk do you use, dude? Throw me that 2%, though. I'm trying to get that all right, 2%. Yes, yeah. <laughs> all right, same, same. We're, we're um, all the same. I got same you. Oh, oh, oh. I, I would ask me uh, a little bit about my live show. Like, mm. my what, what, like, any, any prep or, um, like, what's my favorite thing about my live shows that I do? I think that would be one. Uh, um, so what did... Yeah, that. Would... So what? 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 What is your favorite part of live show? Um, two things. Oh, first one is my the prep for it. I love rehearsals. I love. I have this thing where I'll I'll wrap my, I'll wrap my whole set. I got a speed rope, jump rope. Um. I love cardios, um, but I'll wrap my whole set while speed jumping just to, you know, prepare my lung preparation, breathing, all that sport important to me. Um, and then uh, just making a storybook. I'm the type of guy that'll bring, have balloons like fall into the crowd at a certain point or have mask, full dress mascots and dealership floaties on my stage. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like people riding hoverboards and bikes across my stuff and, you know, kids coming on and dancing in the background. Like, that's me. That's my live show. Like, you literally get an event. It's not you come and you sit. And then uh, I had one live show where I did, like, a raffle in the middle. I just stopped my song and was like, hey, you know, who wants $100? Like, that type of stuff. Like, it's just getting, getting, getting the crowd involved. And I think that's what kind of hurt me a little bit, not doing the live shows, because I just started... Last summer would have been my ramp up. And from there, I would have known, because I never really did too many live shows before that. Um, but that would have been, and they say half a part of it is live shows. Get in front of people, they'll remember you, boom. You're following everything. They'll know who you are. So I've been doing this professionally forever. Like, behind the scenes going eight dummy. Um, but this is, now that I got a manager, which happened in the last year and a half, all my stuff's in place, it's just like take off. So yeah, live shows are like literally one of my favorite things. Album recording in the studio, it's cool. But live shows, man, I'm talking about like orchestras coming in and I'm rapping to the, man, trumpet players, stupid. Your live show sounds exactly what I wanted a live show to be. I'm telling you. It sounds great. (laughs) All right, but then one last question. I'm gonna find y'all, I'm telling you. I'm gonna bring you to it. (laughs) Find y'all? Oh man, Uh, but one last question (laughs) I gotta ask you. Um, and I didn't send this to you just to make sure I get the real raw Travis. You know, you don't you don't have any time to think about it. So, let's say theoretically, someone came to your house, 
and they gave you an elephant. Mm-hmm. And you cannot sell the elephant and you cannot kill the elephant. You had to keep the elephant. What would you do with this said elephant? Man, I guess me and Spot are going to Walmart <laughs> and getting some <laughs> elephant food. And a, and a harness leash. <laughs> me and Spot. <laughs> and a harness leash. We gonna Yeah. Show is he coming to career day, show and tell. Show I'm gonna even get him a job. He can work hey. in Chick-fil-A. I, he'll just it just look, he'll he'll drop he'll drop peanuts in the sunroof for the kids when they come by hey. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, like, we'll get them working. Hey. Right. Get the bag. That's called that's, that's called, hey, that's called that's called going green. I'm gonna just ride on this trunk. I'm gonna tell you what, real quick. That that question just just won you a place in my circle. <laughs> no other person interviewing me. Every, everybody's so like intimidated, which I don't understand why. Cause they see my portfolio. They're like, they should be like, he's a hippie. He's but a like hippie. nobody in the, in the history of interviewed them has ever asked anything like off wall like that. So y'all are on my, y'all are just been moved to my top five. My top five. Hey, oh man. <laughs> I, I'm honored. I'm honored. <laughs> All right. But, that's thank awesome. you thank you so much for taking your time <laughs> to come yes. on the show we really appreciate it <laughs> he's just losing it <laughs> i'll give him time <laughs> y'all stupid bro that's, awesome. <laughs> that's just what i needed i was waiting this whole time i was like their vibe is good i want to see i want to see if they'll do something that i would do and you literally did something hey. <laughs> No, nah, so, yeah, like, um, <laughs> all right, go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, you good. <laughs> go, okay. No, oh, I just, my gosh. Oh, okay. I just wanted to say thank you for coming on. Hey, taking your time. <laughs> bro, that was a good question. <laughs> that was a, that was fire, bro. You don't understand how fire that question was. Yo, I got to, I'm out there. Are y'all saving this? Y'all saving this video? Yeah, it's on Beyond. It's on Beyond YouTube and stuff. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, man. I am sharing this. This is hilarious. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, man. man. Oh, man. All right. But yeah, (laughs) again, thank you. Um, And where where can we find you on socials for everyone to keep up with Spot? Uh, to make oh, it yeah. <laughs> spot Daquan August. That's his name. <laughs> uh, they can find, <laughs> they can find y'all are stupid. <laughs> hey, they can find, uh, to make it easy. They can just go to travisaugustmusic.com. That's my artist website. Um, and it'll literally, when you look, when, as soon as it pulls up homepage, all my socials are, the, the icons are there so they can click and, uh, look around. I got merch. It's amazing merch too. Um, hey, it's a creation that. by my, myself, straight out of my brain. Uh, it's real cool, That's cartoonish, cool. drippy. Um, it's called uh, Augie World. So mm-hmm. we get build, we're building on that soon. Um, oh, I'll, y'all, send me your information. Um, I'm, I'll send I'll send y'all some drops, bro. I got y'all. Oh, um, but yeah, Thank they you. can go to travisaugustmusic.com. Yeah. All right. You know, well, you know the vibes, man. You, know you heard the man. Be sure to check out travisaugustmusic.com. Uh, check out his merch. Check out. All his songs, especially Birdie. Trust me, you'll love it. 
it'll be it'll be stuck in your head forever. Yes. But yeah. Um, oh, going on the album. Birdie's going on the album. I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. Ooh. Oh, hey. Ready? My favorite song on the album. I don't care. <laughs> no, but uh, hey. yeah, be sure to follow us on our socials at CHH Hysteria on Instagram and at CHH Hysteria Media on Twitter. Um, and if you want to join sure. a community of CHH heads, uh, be sure to check the CHH Discord as well. We have a next up Christian hip hop playlist that Travis August is actually on. You got the song Birdie on there. Uh, that'll be the link in the description. But thank you what all for joining. Word? Yeah. <laughs>